From the Summer State Studios, this is the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast, presented by IcetimeHockeyWest.com and brought to you by Liberty University. Bring your faith and your game to the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast. See us at liberty.edu. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com is your hockey superstore with three Valley locations and across the country at BehindTheMask.com. Indiana Tech University for ticket and schedule information for the two-time ACHA National Champions. Go to IndianaTechWarriors.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson for lunch or catering your next office party. We are the best of barbecue Las Vegas style. University of Georgia Hockey, power school athletics tradition, college town atmosphere, and the building of a program like no other at UGAHockey.com. College Hockey, Inc., growing the game at the college level and beyond. Adrian College, championship hockey culture, and a nationally rated small private school education at adrianbulldogs.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, with Caesars Rewards, Members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. Maryville University, the big city style of St. Louis, small school education. For more information, visit us at maryvillesaints.com or at maryville.edu. Summer Skates, order your custom koozies or shower shoes at summerskates.com and show your game in comfort and style. University of Mary Hockey, top flight hockey, intense rivalries, championship aspirations, and more. For schedule and ticket information, go to goyoumary.com. The Caesars Sportsbook app, the only app that lets you earn Caesars rewards, but please play responsibly. FedEx, the official shipping company of Ice Time Hockey West. The American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 podcast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be joining us tonight on this Wednesday night for another episode of College. <laughs> Here we go again. The American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight in St. Paul, Minnesota. My co-host, as always, Stephen Marsh, joining me from that beautiful, vibrant championship city that is Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen, how are you? How was the vacation? You were at the beach for a week. How are you? No, no, no beach. No beach. I was <laughs> I was in a city with a beach, but I was not at the beach. Uh, but the weather was was beautiful. And I was a little warm some days, but I'm not going to complain because uh, obviously I know much warmer. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you do know much it, warmer. It was it was it was uh, it was nice. And I'm back now. And uh, oh, gosh, I've got uh, a lot ahead of me uh, coming up starting <laughs> tomorrow. Well, actually, Friday is when the games start, but uh, with the rookie games. But uh, and of course, ACHA season's getting underway as well soon. So it's. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. ACHA season has started well, already, well, my it friend. Has, well, it has <laughs> started. It'll get started more in earnest here in the next few weeks. But yes, it, it has technically started already. You're, you're right about that. And uh, I, I will say this: I am glad I am not a uh, New York Jets fan uh, t- this today. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible news, wasn't it? I mean, <laughs> just terrible news about Aaron Rodgers. He played what four plays, five plays, something like that. I believe four on the fourth play that he uh, that that happened. Yeah, he breaks his uh, he tears his Achilles and oh, going to be that's... out the rest of the season. So 
I, all this build up, uh, you know, Rogers going to um, the Jets after all the time in Green Bay, all this build up in the season. Oh, it's gonna, it's like a second coming of Rogers. It's just gonna be great for the Jets who have had a lot of misery over the years. It's just, it's gonna be the savior and everything. And then, and then hard knocks and <laughs> the training camp, and then the build up on the pregame before the game on Monday. They was talking about. I think most of it was Rogers, 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 and then on the fourth play he's out, and then now. They had to go back to the uh, the young. Oh, oh, you missed you missed a big point though. He he ran out on the field carrying the American yes. flag on 9/11, 9/11 in New York City, and that the, was going to be and that might be the highlight of his time in New York. I know of all of all the days for it to happen too. It happened on 9/11, so uh, it, it had not been a good uh, two days for uh, New York uh, for the uh, Meadowlands MetLife Stadium there in uh, in New. York. In New Jersey, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. Paul Hornstein is going to be throwing darts at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. That's all right. Anyway, I don't think darts. Gonna... I don't think the darts will reach all, all the way here from his palatial estate. <laughs> Have so. you seen him throw? <laughs> anyway, well, uh, if if he if he can if he can throw good, uh, the Jets might need a quarterback. So, <laughs> oh no, he'd never go there, no, no matter I, what. I know. Uh, anyway, well, um, the Giants might need one too because they didn't do much better. The, other. <laughs> the Jets at least still end up winning the game, surprisingly. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, back to hockey. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk ACHA hockey tonight because the new rankings, the first rankings, the preseason ranking came out today but i'll tell you what i did today Stephen. i spent the day at nchc media day at the xl energy center in minneapolis yeah and you had a front row seat to the press conferences i saw i saw the uh, the posts on uh, on x uh oh NCH, did you so you were on the front row <laughs> front row there with your with your how's beard. that branding with that uh logo on the back shoulder pretty good huh i couldn't see it i couldn't see it that well i didn't didn't see the Logo on the back shoulder, but I, I got pictures. We'll put it up there. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, lots of stuff to talk about. I got some great interviews with our four coaches that are in the NCHC, as well as four of their players that they brought with. Each school brought a player, so I had them and the coaches. So we'll get that all up. It's going to be a two-part podcast on uh, Sunday night, where Nick Maxson, myself, Paul Hornstein will. Uh, break down what happened at NCHC Media Day in two parts, two 45-minuteers. So anyway, that's something to look forward to. Um, but like I said, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20, things are ramping up. Friday night, Stephen, just two days, I will be in Mary at uh, Maryville University for the home opener, the blackout, they call it. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Maryville hosting McKendry, one of their local rivals. And uh, before that, though, they will play tomorrow night in McKen- at McKendry. So uh, that that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to uh, kicking things off on the ACHA side of things. You mentioned more uh, American Hockey League action with the uh, rookie faceoff happening well, and the, in and Vegas. The, yeah, and, and the, uh, the NHL uh, player media tour has been in Vegas again here this year. And so a lot of stuff for the national networks and writers and stuff and you know, all the stuff that you see on the broadcast and stuff, they film all that uh, at the beginning of the season. So uh, a lot of that taking place at uh, America First Center in Henderson and City National Arena. So uh, so that's 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 exciting to, to see that happen in Vegas again and, and all the stars. I think Bedard and Crosby sat down together uh, for interviews uh, during that. So there, there you go. And, and uh, yeah, and then the AHL, uh, the, uh, the rookie uh, face-off will be this weekend. Which, the, uh, which, by the way, I've only seen two 
uh, rosters out so far. And out of those two, I think I got seven guys that uh, have ties to us here at the uh, College Hockey West section, the NCAA section. So yeah, th- yeah, three three rosters have come out. Uh, Golden Knights put out theirs. The uh, the, the oh, I missed the, the Golden Knight ones. Yeah, the Colorado Avalanche is out, and, uh, and the Ducks one is out. Uh, those three. Teams. Okay, I'll have to take a look at that Colorado Avalanche or the. Uh, Golden Knights one because I've I've gone through the other two. I'll do that tonight. That sounds like a plan. It didn't, All right. In I'll the meantime, it, I'll send it to you. But yeah, it didn't. It's about the same guys that we've we've seen. It's not anybody, um, really anybody new per se. I mean, uh, I think Isaiah Seville will the be draft on the draft picks got to be on there, right? Yeah. How yeah, about Mason Morelli? He's got to be on there, right? Uh, I didn't see. I didn't see that. Well, okay. I think it. I think it depends because I think. Uh, I think it depends on what. What the you know if the seasons are starting up for, if they're going back to junior, if they're going to college, um, you know they might be already with them. So, okay, well we'll we'll dig into it and see what we see. Uh, anyway, uh, as I mentioned, the uh, ACHA Division One preseason men's ranking came out. Did the women's come out too, or just the men's? I didn't see a women's one. I think it, I think it's okay. just the, uh, yeah. the men's. Okay, which is so basically the which is basically the ranking how it ended last season. Although uh, a new team in, in the mix there because they they're new to M one. But yeah, yeah, that's where I was going. That's where I was headed. <laughs> anyway, um, so we'll b- kind of break this down for people that maybe weren't um, watching or as closely last year as the season ended. But uh, as you would expect, Minot State getting twenty three first place votes um, to take the number one spot. Adrian comes in at number two with two first-place votes. Ohio came in with three first-place votes and holds down the number three spot. Liberty at four, UNLV at five, Central Oklahoma at six, Jamestown at seven, Indiana Tech at eight, and Maryville at nine. Niagara rounds out the top ten. Stephen, when you look at those top ten and you said, uh, you know, it's kind of the way it finished last year, but – your thoughts on the top 10 teams in the preseason ranking? Well, I think it's, I don't think there's any surprise. I mean, Minot State's the champ, so of course they're number one. And, and I mean, you can look at how a team finishes last year and, you know, you can look a lot about maybe team players they've lost and players that come in. It's kind of really hard, I think, to evaluate at the ACHA level. I think a lot of it's just kind of what have you done for me Lately, and in this case, lately means the end of last season, and so I think a lot of these, because these aren't computerized. I think it'll be computerized when we get into the season, but um, they just kind of base it off of last season's uh, of rankings. So uh, I'm not a surprise. I mean, Minot State, Adrian, Ohio, Liberty, uh, UNLV, all good teams. All probably going to be really good teams again this year. Central Oklahoma is always a tough, tough team, and uh, Maryville is at nine. So I mean, that's. There, I think it's all well deserving. So I mean, it's you know, no no surprise, uh, no surprise with this ten for sure uh, going into the season. Okay, so let's do eleven through twenty. We've got Arizona at eleven, Pittsburgh at twelve, Grand Valley State at thirteen, Calvin at fourteen, Illinois State at fifteen, Michigan Dearborn comes in at sixteen, Lawrence Tech at seventeen. Utah at 18, Stony Brook at 19, Purdue Northwest will hold down the number 20 spot. Stephen, when I look at these, boy, Utah again, even in the preseason ranking, coming in at 18 right 
on that bubble once again? Are they ever going to be able to get off that bubble? Well, I, I think they could this year because, it, and it says it in the release here, there's going to be uh, 24 teams now that are going to get into the ACHA uh, M1 tournament. So if that's the case, then I would think that if 18 would be would be safe, uh, depending on auto biz and everything. But usually it was seven, 17, 18, 19, 20 sometimes were the teams that kind of got overtaken by uh, auto bid teams. But uh, if the field, which it says in this in this article here, if it says... If in fact it is twenty four teams now in the field, then I think eighteen. If you're eighteen, you're you're going to be in. So Utah obviously will want to be better and try to do better than eighteen, but now I think eighteen will get you in the in the field. So uh, that that's something exciting to look forward to for I think for teams especially like a Utah, uh, like a, a a Stony Brook or or these teams that were kind of on the cusp. Even a team like um, Purdue Northwest, or even uh, an Arizona State, or or some of those these teams that are right on the cusp. I think it can give you, it gives you more uh, a chance to do to make the field. It gives you more uh, motivation, more uh, excitement with that potential uh, to get into the field. Since since it will be twenty four teams now that will get in. We don't know exactly how the format of that will work out yet, but but uh, so I that's that's something to look forward to for these teams that maybe just missed out on that because of, of auto bids and, and we're kind of right on the cusp last year. Okay, so rounding out the top 25, 21 is Arizona State, 22 is Missouri State, 23, that's the one with the asterisk, the University of Mary jumping up from M2 to M1 and holding down a spot in the preseason ranking at number 23, Grand, Grand Canyon, I'm sorry, comes in at 24, and Rhode Island at 25. Um We've talked with the guys at Mary. Your thoughts, uh, Stephen? Are, are they a viable top twenty-five team to start the season? Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting that they they're already in there. I mean it's they obviously have a lot of respect going into this season. I mean they look at the, they put the record from last year at M two. It was twenty-nine five and one, so it's a very good record. But of course that's M two. Now they're going to be at M one, so. I think it's it's great that they're getting that sort of recognition. It's kind of interesting that without even knowing how they're going to how without having played a game in M1 that they're already given that consideration, uh, which just shows you how they have a lot of respect in the ACHA as an M2 program that they uh, are being looked at already as a potentially top 25 program, not even having played any games yet uh, at that level. So um that's great for them, and and hopefully they they can live up to those expectations to at least be twenty three, if not if not better. Um, you know, for the first few weeks of the season, it's going to be coaches that will vote on the rankings, and then of course the computer will take over. So, um, you know, so we'll see how it goes. And, but... and you know how excited I am about that, right? I mean, me and the computer are just right there. Yeah, I know you you love the computer. <laughs> you and computers are go together like uh, oil and water. Uh, okay, good. Anyway, um, so when you look at this, and you mentioned it, 24 teams get in this year. Um, so now that bubble might have moved to like uh, 20, 21, uh, 22 uh, teams that would be considered on the bubble. But before I get to that, with you, Mary, making the jump, and we've talked to other teams, and uh, we have a few uh, with us right now that are our partners that are M2. We just had Kentucky on last uh, week 
and then of course uh, Lake Superior State. So do you think that gives them incentive to go like, hey, if if an M two team like Mary can jump up and uh, and be in the rankings right away, um, is that intriguing? Do you think to another M two program to to maybe go, yeah, let's give it a shot, see where we go. Well, I think there, I think for sure there's there's some of that. I mean, you have to be you have to be consistently good at those at that level, and and certainly those teams can can do that. But I mean, Mary has already kind of had a lot of, um, you know, already a lot of uh, good success, and they've been they've been close a few times to winning at that level. So, um, you know, I mean, the other, yeah, I mean, it, it, they it can it can be great, uh, but you have to have the success at the M two level. And and if you get bumped up, then you have to, you know, then you have to have a good established uh, time at the M two level, and then you can m- maybe get a look right away. But um, again, I'm I'm a little surprised that Mary's right in right in there, but that just shows you the the respect that they've gained. So the other teams, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's for sure can can happen, and it just but you got to you got to put in the work and and hope you get the results that you're looking for. Okay, another one that uh, we're very familiar with that I thought um, probably is pretty happy where they're at right now, the Arizona Wildcats in at number 11 to start the, the season. Last year, 16-10-4 and four on a very, very strong schedule. But um, to come in at uh, number 11, I, I would think Chad Berman's got to be kind of happy with that right now as a starting point, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at Arizona, I mean, they're always kind of, a, a good team and can can compete well and and again a 16 10 and force uh, record last season uh, I think they're gonna be good again this year uh, you know the last maybe couple of years haven't been to their level that they would want to be at but I think with the additions that they've brought in and and the schedule that they've set which is a very tough schedule but it's a good schedule uh, I think it leads for them to potentially have a, uh, a lot of success, and if you know they're at eleven to start with, so that's that's a good thing for them. And I think I think that's about right where they should be. Okay, anything else jump out at you uh, on that top twenty-five uh, besides what we've already talked about, or do you think that's probably the right starting point for everybody? Yeah, I think it's a good starting point. I mean, preseason polls are always preseason polls, rankings, whatever you want to call them, are always kind of, kind of interesting because, you know, that I mean, you need something to kind of evaluate and to look at and everything. I mean, you you vote in media polls sometimes for preseason stuff, and and you know, it's hard, it's kind of hard to. I mean, it's 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 a good way to kind of see where you know what expectations you might put on a pro, on a program or a team, kind of going into a season, but. A lot of times, it really doesn't work out like it the preseason polls do. So I, that that part of it makes it exciting, and, and and people should understand that and just realize that that's why you play the games because, you know, that's what makes it exciting. That there's teams maybe that feel they're undervalued, that they can, you know, prove themselves and show that they deserve to be higher, and so it motivates them. There's teams that maybe are highly ranked or and show that maybe that was 
too high and maybe needed to be lower and they don't perform as well and ends up being uh, a, a value thing. And then those teams that are highly ranked that want to stay highly ranked and that motivates them to do well. So there's different factors. So I think that there's a good part of it, but there's a lot of with preseason, anything, I think it's, you always kind of, kind of take it. Uh, you got to kind of keep it with, in, keep it in mind too, that th- th- there's just, there's so, so much that can happen in a season. And, yeah, uh, and you're, so, you're exactly right on that. And I'll, I'll tell you right now that uh, I voted in the NCHC poll. And um, when, when I do that preseason stuff, Stephen, this is what I look at, and it's much easier at the NCAA level than it is ACHA, but I look at where the team was last year at the end of the year. That's that's my starting point. Then I look at the new players that they brought in and the players that they lost, whether it be transfer portal or graduation or whatever it might be. Then the third finger, uh, factor that comes in for me is to to look at their schedule not only how tough is their schedule but how is the schedule laid out um and i'll give you an example this this year in the nchc poll um the colorado college tigers uh were number seven and uh (laughs) and i just don't think they're number seven they were one win away from winning the frozen faceoff and getting an auto bid to the national tournament um coach mayotte made it very clear to us all today that uh, they were much better team the final four games than they were the first four games against tougher opponents. And I think they got better, not only with experience, but with the players they added versus what they lost. So I, I think the, uh, uh, the polls need to be looked at that way. And I know it's harder for ACHA because it's not quite that broken down. But, um, man, you can't just automatically go, okay, well, because they won last year, they, they're they going to be, you know, yeah, okay. In Minot State's case, yes. But uh, how do you know that Central Oklahoma and UNLV are 5-6 and not 3-4? How do you know that Ohio and Liberty are 3-4? How do you know that Indiana Tech is 8 and shouldn't be 5? I mean, you, just, you really don't, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that is the the case. I mean, it's again, it's it's so many it's so many different things that can can happen in a season, and so many different uh, factors. And and then you look at these teams; they're they they were really good last year, and you know the, the expectations are going to be good again this year. The the coaches, I believe, do these preseason polls, and and then they do some of the polls as you go into the season before the computer uh, kicks in. So. And you know, then everything always... is great. Once the computer kicks in, there's <laughs> never <laughs> any discrepancies in there. The computer knows all. And by the way, we've got somebody on the chat. Um, I don't know who the guy is. Some, I think he's from New York or something, but throwing all kinds of shade on me. And just disregard that. If you're watching the chat, just disregard it. I mean, the guy lives in a big palatial estate. And, you know, every now and then he's got to jump on this podcast and throw a little shade. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do this let's take a quick break uh and it won't be quick because we have a lot of sponsors <laughs> but we'll take the first break how about that we'll come back and talk about some of the teams that got underway there was a giving day at least at uh, unlv that we got to talk about uh there's been some scrimmages played uh there's been some actual games played i know georgia and clemson played this last weekend uh, in uh not the ACHA but the aau 
So we got all kinds of things to talk about. We'll be back in just a few minutes to do that. Championship pedigree, world-class coaching, and first-class facilities are all a part of the ACHA experience at Adrian College. The Bulldogs look to raise their third national championship banner in the last five years at Arrington Ice Arena, one of the best facilities in all college hockey. Get a big school hockey feel all of the educational advantages of a private education. For more information, go to adrianbulldogs.com or adrian.edu. University of Arizona Wildcats return to the Tucson Arena September 29th. Join the tradition and become a part of the legacy of hockey in the old Pueblo. Cheer on your five-time Cactus Cup champions as the Wildcats pursue a national championship after a promising off-season of key roster additions. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org for schedule and ticket information and follow us on social media. Bear down and rise up. The University of Michigan Dearborn with 130 courses of undergraduate study and 80 postgraduate and doctoral programs as well as our own on-campus arena allows you to grow as a student and a championship level hockey player. The ACHA M1 team looks to continue its climb in the national rankings as it takes on schools like Indiana Tech and Adrian. And in the classroom, you get the advantage of small classes with a 16 to 1 student faculty ratio at an affordable price. If this seems like the right fit for you, be it on or off the ice, see us at umdearborn.edu or at athletics.umdearborn.edu. Looking to extend your hockey career at a high level? Then the University of Georgia could be the place for you. Ice Dogs Hockey is an NCAA-style experience and championship culture combined with classic rivalries, big-time athletics, and an elite academic institution. Go to UGAHockey.com to start your journey and see if you can continue to help build the limitless future ahead for University of Georgia Hockey. Looking to find the right place to fit your academic needs with a chance to play championship-level college hockey? Then Indiana Tech could just be that place. In less than a decade, the Warriors have played for two national championships, appeared in the last four national tournaments, and won six regular season and conference tournaments. Off the ice, majors in not just the tech fields, but communications, criminal justice, and more can get your career off to that same kind of championship start. For more information, visit us online at indianatechwarriors.com or at indianatech.edu. Looking to continue building on a successful first season at the ACHA W1 level, Lake Superior State starts its second season in the CCWHA, a season that included having three academic All-Americans. If this is the kind of tradition that you are interested in help building as a player or support off the ice, then visit us at womensd1lssuachahockey.com and see if the school rated Michigan's most affordable university is for you. Lake Superior State Women's Hockey, the small school advantage with the big hockey culture built in.
play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus with state-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, and over 700 programs of study to help you make an impact on and off the ice, as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. If your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong, see if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu. Welcome back to another segment of ITHSW Podcast's American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Indeed it is the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight in St. Paul, Minnesota. My co-host, as always, Stephen Marsh from that championship city of Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen, we got through the uh, op- the opening segment uh, discussing the preseason rankings in ACHA hockey, the M1 stuff. Um, but games are starting to be played and teams are uh, doing fundraising and doing all kinds of uh, fun things as they prepare for the start of their season. So uh, what, what caught your eye in, uh, in Las Vegas over the last couple of days? Well, the, the UNLV Skating Rebels did their giving day. This is the second year they've done this giving day, uh, which is a day that, People can donate to the program. They they push out hard on social media and and, and where else to uh, get people to, to donate. They set a goal and hope to get to that. And, of course, we went to it last year, at least the, 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 the start of it, when they did it at the Luxor, which they were, again, there this year at the uh, HyperX uh, Arena with the eSports uh, Arena there. And uh, it was cool. I mean, everyone was sitting at, uh, you know, at different gaming things and, co- and on computers and you know, reaching out to the people to donate. Different players had different goals, and there's a little, I guess, a little friendly competition to see who can raise the most money. And you know, they had a fifty thousand dollar goal, and uh, they well exceeded that. I think in the time that in the two hours that they were there, I think well, when we were still there, I think they had exceeded that, or at least by the end of that day, they had well exceeded that. And so they did that again this year, uh, leading up to their scrimmage. They had their scrimmage over the weekend as well, the same day on saturday so uh i look and so right now if you look i think people can still people can still go on their uh, giving day website and uh and donate right now they're at thirty thousand four hundred sixty five dollars uh out of the fifty thousand that they want to raise as a goal so they they can do that so bradley gallant looks like uh has got over thousand four hundred twenty five dollars raised cole wyatt twenty one hundred dollars raised on on behalf of him uh daniel fisher who just had a he just became a father. Uh, Thirty-five hundred dollars uh, raised there. So uh, you know, some Hunter Missoula, who's going to be this is his last year. He's so right now got thirteen hundred and fifteen raised. So uh, yeah, so always a great thing. And again, uh, people can go back and watch the feature we did on it last year. It's pretty much the same sort of thing this year. They did the, this year. So if people want to know more about how it, how it goes, uh, the people can go back and watch that on our YouTube channel. And I and I posted it out on X on my account as well, 
uh, over the weekend. And then, yeah, they have their oh, scrimmage. Oh, listen to you. You put it out on X. I know. I'm, I've got to say <laughs> the right terminology. I, I, people keep saying it's tweets and Twitter, and I and I get that's going to be whole hard debit. Sorry, but as much as we want to not like it or like it, uh, it's that's what it's called now. So uh, we got to go with that. Anyways, um, so when we start putting out our, our our graphics and stuff, when we when we used to have the the Twitter bird there, we'll have to put this big X there as uh, to say that that's our X account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram is still Instagram though, and and Threads kind of died out. It's not, Threads kind of died out. Nobody's using that now. Everybody just just tolerating X, I guess, and and uh, and Instagram. Anyways, uh, and Facebook. You use Facebook, right? You're on Facebook. I know you are. <laughs> and not if I can help it. Uh, that's that's. Oh, well, you can't even I get into that. your account. You can't even I get into your account. No, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. So yes, and then so then they had the scrimmage as, as well on Saturday, and and uh, you know people were able to, to attend that, which is great. It's, it's it's free and open to to the public, and uh, looked like they got a pretty decent sized crowd from what I saw online, and. And uh, so, yeah, it seems like a successful weekend for them as they gear up for their season and, you know, other teams are doing similar things. But uh, it's it's just uh, it's just great that we have kind of hockey back in in our in our, right in front of us here because, uh, you know, it's 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 exciting and it's exciting for these teams to to kind of get started up. And and it's important for these sort of campaigns and stuff because these programs really need to help because they're self-funded in most cases. And uh, and really need people to to help with their costs of of ice time that they needed for practices and for games, you know, to pay, you know, ref, referee, you know, to have pay for staff, you know, the traveling, and you know, hotels and stuff on road trips and food on road trips and just you know gear equipment all that. So, uh, it's important for all that. Yes, the players themselves have to pay to play, but the overall running of a program, you know, is is important too, and it's it's expensive as Seems now these these days getting more and more expensive. More by expensive the way. than than they are than they've been before. So uh, it's even more important for these teams to to get the help. Okay, so that's what's going on in Vegas. Let's slide over to Athens, Georgia, as the uh, University of Georgia Ice Dogs. I love that name. <laughs> the Ice Dogs uh, have a bunch of things going on. Uh, you look on their website right now. You can uh, purchase their UGA hockey jerseys at the Red Zone Athens which is one of their team sponsors. And you know what? Everybody loves those SEC jerseys. And uh, these uh, Ice Dog jerseys are uh, no exception. They are uh, very popular, and uh, that's another way to support your program. The Ice Dogs, by the way, got underway last weekend and uh, took a 3-1 victory over Clemson to get going. They'll have another game coming up in uh, one day. 22 hours, 54 minutes, and 28 seconds. Not that I'm timing it out. <laughs> September oh, 15th, only University that of South Carolina will go to Athens to take on the Georgia Ice Dogs. Yeah, only that the, the website is timing it out, which is why. Uh, you, <laughs> That's why I knew it, huh? Which is why you knew it, uh, <laughs> to, to reveal, the, uh, reveal your secrets there. Yeah, I will tell people. You're not a magician, well. so the, I'm not keeping. <laughs> I don't want to keep. You're not a magician, so you're not. There's no. Uh, there's no sworn to keep your magician yeah, secrets. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, we need full transparency on this podcast. <laughs> okay, let's go with that. Um, College Hockey South Conference, um, and you know, I love the Bulldogs, uh, Ice Dogs, because they jumped on with us right away. They're very interested in promoting their uh, program. Slipped it, Freudian they're, slipped there with Bulldogs there. Yeah, and they're getting uh, <laughs> they're getting uh, a new building. 
which is going to be fantastic for uh, for not only them but for the community of Athens. Um, as I said, they they are an AAU team and uh, college hockey federation, um, kind of a, a dual thing going on uh, down there, and that's kind of the way it is in the southeast. But we're happy to have them on board. We we love talking to them. We love uh, you know discussing. Um, what their plans are and where they're headed and um, just how good the hockey is in the Southeast. So it's a, it's a great opportunity. And I just want to throw that out there that they're, uh, they're underway. I think they actually played two games if I'm not mistaken, because I think they have a three, one and maybe a, uh, yeah, they started the season three, one, and then they defeated Auburn, I believe six to two. So uh, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive to get started that way. Um, yeah, I, camp has I, got I, them on fire. Yeah, I see that they're. I see that the record is one and zero right now. So. I wonder if one might, might not have been an exhibition or something. But I'm looking on the website and I'm seeing two games played. Okay, well maybe maybe one was a uh, maybe one was the. Uh, let's see here. Let's look back. Uh, nope. Excuse me. That that could be an old one. That is an old one. I'm looking at uh, when they played last season. Uh, it's they, still up on the. Uh, yeah, they had that last season. So they, they're one and zero. You are they correct. Had the, they just they had the Clemson. red and white game on the fourth, and then the eighth yep. they had their uh, Georgia at Clemson. So yeah, uh, good stuff. Good, good catch. Um, I don't, I don't make mistakes often, and you catch them when I do. Oh yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm there to to catch to catch your your mistakes as few as they are. Uh, so uh, the other thing I wanted to, to talk just briefly about. Um, is uh, the fact that there's a big matchup in two weeks at uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, as Minot State, the number one team in the rankings right now, travels to take on uh, the Liberty Flames early, early in the season, and uh, that that's going to be interesting. That's kind of kind of be telltale, I think, of how those two teams will battle uh, all the way across the season. Your thoughts on that one? One of them is a midnight game, too, by the way. Oh yeah, your your favorite type of games there. You're you're the you like to burn the midnight oil. So uh, I usually save that for you because you're so good at it. But <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we got to give you some in, we got to give you some midnight action. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. Anyway, and, so, no, but uh, no, I, I, you asked me how I, I I think it's great. I I think it's great. You get right off the bat. You get these big matchups in. Uh, you know, it it can be interesting because maybe both teams won't have get go, won't be fully going yet. Maybe won't have fully things in motion yet. But uh, you know, with where they want to be as a team. But I think right off the bat, you can kind of see you just get right into. It. There's no easing into it, which I think can be which can be great and just shows you right off the hop the importance of game one from what game thirty or however many you play in the season thirty one. You know, whatever it is in the regular season. So it's it's a good way to kind of start things off. It gets players more excited as they come into camp and they train and say, you know, we got mine on state right off the bat. Let's, let's go. Let's get, let's get motivating and going. And, and I think it can be in the same side of mine on state, you know, Hey, we're, you know, we're the champion. You know, let's get going and we're going to play Liberty right off the bat or, or right early in the season. So it's, it's, it's a great thing. I think when you have these, these great matchups uh, really early in the season, it kind of gets a buzz going around the, the league and around, these teams uh, right from the very beginning. Okay. also want to talk about the Adrian Bulldogs getting some new jerseys and sporting them around campus, taking some great pictures on social media. I don't know if you saw those, Stephen, but those are pretty sharp. 
Yeah, I haven't really. I haven't seen him. Uh, I didn't. See Come on, him. Adrian M One Hockey or MD One Hockey, whatever it is, uh, for their proper X account, and you'll see those because they are fantastic. They have the guys out showing them off and taking some pictures around campus, and that's a beautiful little campus at Adrian. So, congratulations to the Bulldogs for for making out uh, and uh, and putting out their brand new jerseys and they're getting them ready for the season. So while you look that up, uh, we'll take a quick break. We're going to come back because the first American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Spotlight game coming up Friday from Chesterfield, Missouri. Oh, they, they do look pretty sweet. I, I, ah, they're good, aren't I they? See, I see them out on the <laughs> on the baseball field uh, yeah. with them and stuff. That's, <laughs> that's pretty uh, pretty cool there. It's, Tell everybody it's, what that, that X handle is. Inspired by... Uh, Adrian baseball, their road, their road sweaters. So uh, that's that's cool. Uh, and then yeah, they, they how can they see it? Well, it's on the on on social well, media. Tell, tell them what it is. It, you saw it on X, right? Yeah. <laughs> so tell uh, them what their handle is. <laughs> Jeez, gonna walk you through everything. Come I back from vac- vacation. I know. I came back from vacation. Put me right to work. I've still got vacation brain. Uh, Adrian, I see why you never want me to take summer hiatuses and stuff <laughs> exactly <laughs> gotta keep me in game shape uh adrian md1 hockey on uh, on x love it love it okay let's take that next break and then let's come back and talk about the first american collegiate hockey top 20 spotlight game from chesterfield missouri this friday night we'll be right back as a premier acha m1 university UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. When you put on that Central Oklahoma Broncos jersey, you represent a championship culture on the ice and in the classroom. Two-time ACHA M1 National Champions, four-time WCHL Champions, and named a Best in the West College by U.S. News and World Report, UCO hits all of the benchmarks for an elite college hockey experience. Our Edmond, Oklahoma campus, which is just minutes from downtown Oklahoma City, has over 100 areas of study and over 200 student organizations to help you find your fit. Whether it's our stunning 210-acre campus or our NCAA-level hockey environment, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com and see if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you. At some schools, winning the national championship is the goal. For Liberty's women's hockey program, it's the expectation. Winners of the last five national championships, Liberty Women's Hockey is the ACHA W1 standard. Be a part of the championship legacy on or off the ice with a first-class education, as well as serving your faith, community, and your game by visiting us at liberty.edu. As San Diego State begins its first season of ACHAM1 hockey, be a part of the foundation as the Aztecs look to build a new chapter in the city's long hockey history. 
In addition to our growing hockey program, the more than 36,000 SDSU students in our many degree programs, from bachelor's to doctorate, enjoy the best of higher education and lifestyle. Go to sdsu.edu to see if our unique, diverse experiences for you and visit sdsuhockey.com to support the top college hockey program in California. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh my goodness Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Oklahoma hockey, the action you crave, only faster. Visit us at ouhockey.net for scheduling and ticket information, whether it's season tickets, group outings for 15 or more, or just a single game ticket. Single game tickets are just $10 a piece, while OU students and staff are free with their IDs. Youth hockey players are also free if they come wearing their jerseys. If you can't make it to the Arctic Ice Arena to watch the Sooners, you can also support the Crimson and Cream by visiting our hockey shop by clicking the shop link at ouhockey.net. Experience the best of academics and athletics at Minot State University. At Minot State, we're not just a team, we're a family united by passion and determination. Achieve your academic goals while thriving in a supportive community. With a commitment to excellence both on and off the ice, we're shaping leaders with an 11 to 1 student-faculty ratio, over 1,200 scholarships awarded annually, and in-state tuition for all students. Experience education that goes beyond textbooks, propelling you towards a brighter future. Join Minot State University and be part of a legacy of success. Discover your potential at Minot State. Learn more at MinotStateU.edu. Minot State University. Be seen. Be heard. Be you. Women's hockey is one of the fastest growing sports in the country and at Maryville University in St. Louis, Having two ACHA women's teams allows young women to continue to play top-level hockey. Maryville Women's Hockey aligns with the university's core values to provide opportunities for growth as a player, as well as the sport. The Maryville University Hockey Center is the place to get a first-class hockey experience and is just minutes from campus. For more information on Maryville Women's Hockey, go online to MaryvilleSaints.com. New challenges, new level, same quest. Join us at the University of Mary for the 2023-24 hockey season as the two-time ACHA M2 champions bring that championship pedigree to the M1 level. Watch the Marauders take on rivals Minot State, Jamestown University, and national powers Missouri State, Illinois State, and Colorado State as they look to add to their hockey legacy. Head to GoYouMary.com to find out how you can support University of Mary Hockey. If you are thinking of joining a growing power to continue playing high-level college hockey, then Lake Superior State's ACHA M2 program 
could be right for you. In just two seasons under head coach Steve Canisto, the Lakers M2 team continues its drive towards a national tournament bid, coming off the program's best season ever. For information about playing in this hockey-focused community, or if you're just interested in schedule and ticket information, visit our website at lssuachahockey.com. Looking for the big school college hockey experience in a small school setting? Then Maryville University, located in St. Louis, Missouri, could be for you. Fielding five teams across all divisions of the ACHA since 2018 and playing just minutes from campus in the 1,000-plus seat Maryville University Hockey Center, the Saints enjoy a first-class athletic experience as they compete against ACHA powers like Ohio, Liberty, Minot State, and Illinois State. For more information about all things Maryville, visit maryville.edu. Welcome back to another segment of ITHSW Podcast's American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Indeed it is, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Scott Strandy with you again tonight in St. Paul, Minnesota. My co-host, as always, from the beautiful, vibrant championship city, which is not flooded anymore, I understand, Las Vegas, Nevada, Stephen Marsh. Um, how's the weather there? Oh, it's great. It's great. It's great. Okay. Uh, the only the only flooding that's happening are these ice rinks that are getting fully up and Oh, going. nice. <laughs> nice one. Love it. Love the, it. Uh, these City National and uh, Bala Lonesome will be in action this weekend with uh, – rookie game so uh yeah absolutely and you're going to be in action too and the hibernation period is finally over i mean it went on for a long time for you this year yeah i mean you know (laughs) it did not it did not you were you were following hockey all summer long and you know it you didn't you didn't let me get a chance to hibernate every time every time i Try to hibernate. You wanted to do a show. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way I am. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so you were I just worried that if I it. hibernated, I would never wake back up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was worried about. That is exactly what I was worried about. You go into that deep hibernation, we wouldn't see it till January, and the uh, the big game on January one. Hey, that'd be. That'd be all right. <laughs> no, no, it would. No, no it would. We, we got a lot of important things before we get there. Anyway. The, uh, the first American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 spotlight game ever is going to be played uh, Friday night at the Maryville University Ice Center um, in Chesterfield, Missouri. Paul likes to say it's St. Louis. It is, but it's also Chesterfield. So let's give Chesterfield a little love. Uh, John Hogan and the boys will be taking on McKendry. It'll be the second game of back-to-back. No, don't, don't let Paul give you a hard time. I mean, you're, you're doing it right. I mean, it'd be like saying <laughs> Hen- Henderson here is – is uh is vegas and people will tell you no it's a it's a separate from from vegas so uh, i'm sure Ch- <laughs> people in chesterfield will say the same thing no we're chesterfield missouri we're not st louis that's that's another that's st louis people we're chesterfield people okay okay i'll go with that anyway um the maryville saints the m1 program because they do have five teams by the way will be taking on mckendry it'll be the second game as i said of a back-to-back they'll play at mckendry tomorrow and then come back for the opening night blackout, they call it. So I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, the guys down in, in Maryville really bring it out and, and show us what college hockey is all about. 
we know that they're enthusiastic. We know that they will be out in full force. And this team is is competitive. I mean, they're they're coming into the season ranked number nine in the preseason rankings. Do not sleep on the Maryville Saints. Uh, I think there's a really good chance that they're going to be challenging for a top five spot in the uh, ACHA M1 national rankings by the time the first uh, of March comes around. Well, that that would be something, and that would be great because uh, there's some really great teams right now that that are in that top five uh, conversation, and uh, you know they'd have to do really well, which obviously they they can. Uh, I'll tell you this, they are one of the teams I'm really excited to to follow and see uh, how they do uh, this season. I, you know, obviously uh, we have them here with us, but it's just so exciting to see how this team can continue to grow. They've had a couple of really good seasons. Last season, maybe Cassina is a step back. You know, they still made the national tournament. They did get knocked out in the first uh, game uh, in that, but uh, this year, I think they have the potential to to do really well. Plus, the the tournament is back in St. Louis, uh, so uh, you know, so they'll be right there, uh, basically at home. And they they will host some games there this year. There will be some games played there too, as part of the national tournament. I'm told. Well, yeah, I mean, that would make sense. I mean, like I said, with the field expanding to to 24, there'll be some more games that will be played, and and uh, a lot of these games will be taking place. Uh, over 10 days or so with all the different uh, divisions and taking place on the men's and the women's side. So yeah, it's going to be uh they'll, they'll have some games there again this year. And, and uh, so that'll be uh, good for them. And there won't be a, the, the travel for them will be very easy, uh, which can be good. And it can be, can be bad. I mean, it was great for Lindenwood. They were there and were really good and they were at home and got to be benefit of that. Um, and I say it could be bad because maybe you get comfortable, you know, instead of being on the road and being motivated because you're, you know, you're away from home and you're in a place where you know you're, you're competing to win a championship. But at the same time, it is there is a nice part about being uh, at home and and not having to travel and and have that comfort there during your your tournament run. So uh, they have to get there, which we which we feel they will. And uh, and they can be really good this year, and I and I'm excited to see how they do this year. I've 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 liked the uh, where the program is go- has gone, and I'm excited to see how they can do. I know I get a little bit of hard time from them sometimes, <laughs> from John Hogan and stuff. But uh, you know, John just keeps a, you on your toes. That's yeah, all he does. That's, that's good. I mean, somebody's got to keep me on my toes. Anyway, we get we, uh, we keep you on your toes, so somebody. Yeah, well, keep you, on. you guys try, but I generally fall back <laughs> flat-footed pretty quickly. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm I'm excited for them. I'm excited to see how they're going to do, and I'll I'll be following closely here from 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 the city of uh, casinos and uh, and championship NHL championship yeah. teams and stuff. Yeah, get that in there. Soon. Get that in there. Uh, anyway, um, I also want to shout out the St. Louis Sports Commission for. Uh, Part the, the the driving force. Let's just put it that way. The driving force for college hockey, not only at the uh, ACHA level but also at the NCAA level. Um, I, I think it's a great spot to host the tournament. I kind of hope it stays there at least for a while because it, it's really I, ideal for teams to get to. It's easy to get to St. Louis. It's in the center of the country. Nobody's got a really long trip, and nobody's got a really short trip unless you are the uh, Maryville Saints, but um, the bottom line of it is I, I believe that's the most fair place to have it. And they do a great job with it. And the commission, 
uh, has done a fantastic job of getting it set up and getting it ready. So yeah, and shout then, shout out to them. And they're and they're in, all in on it. They were excited about the potential to host that and the ACHA tournament. Of course, they did a great job of it a couple of years ago, and have did a great. Uh, will do a great job, I'm sure, this year. Uh, you know, being a part of that as well as the folks that help run the ACHA, they do a great job of of running the actual tournament, and and it'll be be great for that. Uh, and then, of course, they got the NCAA uh, uh, regionals for, for hockey right after that that will be there. So that's exciting. They're going to have a Frozen Four, I Next believe, year. Next year will be the Frozen Four, yeah. At Enterprise Center, the home of the St. Louis Blues. So uh, they're, they're well into the hockey market right now. And, and obviously, Lindenwood uh, has, has ascended to NCAA ranks so, uh, at, at, there in St. Louis. So um, it's all great things for, for St. Louis right now. And so – um, it's it's great for for Maryville to be a part of that. Certainly, the ACHA to have a great venue in St. Louis. There, it's the Centene Community Ice Center, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to touching the arch once again in uh, in March and trying some uh, was it fried raviolis it. or whatever it was, it. And, uh, and go by Bush Stadium and. And, uh... Of course you are. Anyway, <laughs> um, I do want to spend the last couple of minutes just telling people because uh, people have asked, how do they become a part of our um, American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 podcast? We do have about five, uh, six spots, I think, remaining uh, on the uh, opportunity list, if you will, to become a partner with us. You can uh, join us very easily. You can DM me on X. You can also, uh, and what's our handle? On, on X, Stephen, what's that ACHA handle? I was going to say, you've got a few that you try to manage there. Uh, it's uh, at ACHA. No. <laughs> oh, goodness. You goodness. can't even get it when I asked you. <laughs> I don't want to. I think it's one with. It's, AC, it's at ACHA underscore ITHS dub. Yeah, ITHSW, yes. There you go. So you can go on there. You can DM me. You can also send me an email at IcetimeHockeyWest at gmail.com, and we'll get you signed up and get you rolling. It's a great opportunity to market your program. Like I always say, you get three benefits, major benefits out of it. Number one, you get to tell your your fans that you're you're here and that they can buy tickets and, and support you in any way that they want. You get a chance to reach out to your corporate partners and let them know that you're on here. And more importantly, you get to promote your program. You get to come on the show twice a year and have the entire show to yourself. And you get a number of uh, perks as far as um, reads in the open and close. You also get the social media stuff. And, of course, on all of our banners when we're at a national tournament, your logo will be prominently featured there as well. So if your team is interested, we're looking for the very best that ACHA and AAU has to offer. Five or six spots left. So if you want to jump on board, and this is for men and women, we have spots available in both. So um, jump on board, be a part of it, see what uh, the benefits could be to you. I guarantee you, you will not find a more affordable way to market your program round the calendar, year round. Uh, you get a chance to do that. We do 50 shows a year. Anyway, um, anything else that uh, caught your eye that we need to get in before we close out this one, Stephen? Not that I can see. I think everything is is uh, is good to go. I think uh, there will be more next Wednesday. <laughs> I promise you. 
yes, there will be more next Wednesday. We'll have uh, more games to talk about. We'll be more. Uh, we'll have to hear how your report of uh, from Maryville uh, goes if you get out of there alive. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean if I get out of there alive? <laughs> I'm going to be just fine. It, it's I, I've got John Hogan protecting me. I'm a, I'm in good shape. Oh, I was thinking if I went there, if I would get out of there. Oh, yeah, no, then you wouldn't. No, that wouldn't be a chance. He'd throw you to the dogs. <laughs> the Which Saints. Kind of, the that Saints. big St. Bernard would be all over you. <laughs> oh, my, I just love dogs, so that would, be, <laughs> that, would be, that would be great. All right, take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, this is the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast presented by IcetimeHockeyWest.com. Liberty University, bring your faith and your game to the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast. See us at liberty.edu, Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, with three Valley locations and across the country at BehindTheMask.com. We keep you supplied with all the gear you need all season long. University of Central Oklahoma, first-class experience on and off the ice. For more information, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, lunch, catering, dining in or out, or just getting our award-winning barbecue sauce, we're at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. UNLV Hockey, follow the Skate and Rebels Championship Quest. For schedule and ticket information, go to rebelhockey.com. Topgolf, reserve a bay or a meeting room for your next corporate outing at topgolf.com. Adrian College, championship hockey culture, and a nationally rated small private school education at adrianbulldogs.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. With Caesars Rewards, my members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room and didn't have to deal with a cyber attack either. Uh, University of Arizona Hockey. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org and become part of one of the West's most historic hockey programs. Summer Skates. Order your custom koozies or shower shoes at SummerSkates.com and show your game in style. San Diego State Hockey. Sun, Sand, and Hockey as well as a top-flight education at sdsu.edu and sdsuhockey.com. Jets Pizza. Go to jetspizza.com to find one of our over 400 locations in 20 states nationwide. Oklahoma University Hockey. The action you crave only faster at ouhockey.net. The American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast is a part of the icetimehockeywest.com network and is live every week on the Podbean app and is available on your favorite podcast platform at ITHSW Podcast. All one word. Again, search ITHSW Podcast. All one word. Subscribe, rate, and review any of our podcasts to help others find the show. Very well done, my friends. We'll say a, uh, a big shout-out to everybody in St. Louis as I get ready to make the trip down to Chesterfield. and uh, watch Everybody the... get ready with your red carpets in, uh, in St. Louis. Roll it out. Roll He's it out. coming. He's coming your way. <laughs> Hi now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we look forward to seeing the uh, first spotlight game of uh, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20, and that will be Maryville hosting McKendry on the second game of a back-to-back, this one at the beautiful Maryville Ice Center. We Scott's will... on the move. He's going to yeah. be on your way. <laughs> Vegas is coming for us too, so we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> We will see everybody. We'll hear everybody. They can hear us, everybody. Next uh, week on Wednesday night, as Stephen and I bring you another episode of the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20. Good night, everybody. Get ready, St. Louis. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 